This is Holy Land Reflections. A pilgrimage has been described as a journey, often into an unknown or foreign place. It's where a person goes in search of a new or expanded meaning about themselves. Sometimes a pilgrimage can lead to a personal transformation, after which the pilgrim returns to their daily lives, changed, not necessarily in a dramatic way, but nevertheless changed. I'm Robin Bland, a pastor and multimedia storyteller of Jesus. These are my daily reflections of my second pilgrimage to the Hona Land. My hope is to provide a brief sense of what it's like to experience this complicated place. My desire is to provide these reflections in a clear, concise, and correct way, worthy of this lovely and wonderful place, and also your valuable time. My prayer is to honor God via these reflections as a pilgrim in his holy land and what I see and what I experience and with what I feel. Welcome to Holy Land Reflections. Bethlehem. God's destiny over man's biology. Less than 10 miles south of Jerusalem is Bethlehem, the biblical birthplace of Jesus. Located inside Palestine, Bethlehem is a major pilgrimage destination for three faiths. Manger Square features the Catholic Church of St. Catherine, the Muslim Mosque of Omar, and the Christian Church of the Nativity containing the birthplace of Jesus. Adherence to the physical rules of biology regarding the destiny of women in the church has prevented the full use of all of God's children and spreading the gospel. Most recently, the powerful Southern Baptist Convention voted to enshrine its ban on female pastors. The action kicked out of its ranks several churches, including Saddleback Church in Lake Forest, California, the megachurch founded by Rick Warren. God uses three women with a connection to Bethlehem to prove that the physical rules of biology have no role in the destiny of women in his church. The first woman of Bethlehem is Rachel, the wife of the biblical patriarch Jacob. She was barren, but God, having no such adherence to the physical rules of biology, opened her womb. Eventually, she gave birth to Joseph, the most beloved of Jacob's sons, who later saves the whole house of Israel. Her destiny intact, Rachel continues to defying the biological rules, giving birth to Benjamin, the head of the tribe, that along with Judah, forms the Jewish people. Rachel dies during Benjamin's childbirth and is buried on the wayside near Bethlehem. God's destiny over man's biology. The second woman of Bethlehem is Ruth. Without question, God uses Ruth to prove that biology is not destiny. Ruth, a Moabite woman who after the death of her husband does the unthinkable for a woman of her time. She moves to Bethlehem with her mother-in-law Naomi instead of remaining with her own people. Ruth then becomes the wife of Boaz, a wealthy kinsman of her former husband and boss Abed, the grandfather of King David, God's destiny over man's biology. 
The third woman of Bethlehem is Mary. A young virgin is favored by God. Her destiny forever is changed as she becomes the mother of Jesus. God's destiny over man's biology. My visit to Bethlehem has proven to me that indeed God's destiny over man's biology is the way that we should go. So let us follow God's destiny and bring women to the pulpit. Let us follow God's destiny, embracing the LGBTQIA plus community into full and complete fellowship with the church. And let us follow God's destiny and support a full nationhood for Palestine. Holy Land Reflections is a production of Two to Point Theological Media. Find sermons, blogs, devotions, and other audio and video content on my website, marvinbland.com, or our church website, gbaathens.org. Until the next time we upload, blessings, peace, and love.